That's what uh, from the early Back for Blood beta, people are saying like this is Left for Dead Three. Like, that's yeah, it's all I want. What are they gonna call the sequel? Left uh, Back to Blood? That will work, but then numbers aren't. No, because you're a four man squad, so it's got to be Back for Blood Two. <laughs> no, but Left for Dead Two is right. That's what they called it. Yeah, I guess they did. Back, back for, for Dead. Back for, left for blood. Back for dead blood for, again. Dead, back dead again for blood. Left back. Left back for. Oh, that's what it's going to be. Left back for blood. Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 131. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magra. Joining me today. Two tricolor travelers who turned techno babble into triumphs. Dave Grimma. That's me. Hey, Dick Lona. That's me. You ever you ever get slightly fatigued when you hear the number of episode we're up to? One thirty-one. It's a lot. <laughs> we, can we start counting like in Roman numerals so it looks really crazy eventually? No, what it would be like? I don't even know. What is M, it? M, L, L is a hundred. M is a right? thousand. No, L is fifty. Oh. L is fifty. To... C is hundred. There you go. So C, C and then, uh, L L L X. No, what you you can't do multiple L's. You just made anything it that's a five. You can Anything that's a five in Roman numerals never gets repeated. So fifties oh, don't get repeated. Five hundred doesn't get repeated. Come on. I'm so thankful you know this. You know who has top of brain Roman numeral knowledge is Dave. I'm. I, I'm impressed. He's like, look, here's the rule book on Roman numerals. Why don't you guys so know? What, was, this? what is our number? 131. Third, yeah. So that's that's C X X X one. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> oh, triple X. Triple huh. X starring Vin Diesel. Not safe for work. Not safe for work. Not this starting is... Vin, Vin Diesel, but starring the three of us because tonight we talk about Narita Boy. Narita Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, there have been a few games that have set its own title in, in, in such a way. I forget. What was the other game that did this? Oh, uh, Olia. I always think of Resident Evil. Yeah, I was just going to say Resident Evil. I think they always thought of Resident Evil, and they were like, let's make our game say its own name. Real weird, like. they got to let you know. Here they are. they got to let you know. This game lets you Mark, know. Mark and I always talked about how the voiceover for saying Resident Evil got less and less scary and less and less intense with each title. After the first one, right? The first one was really like Two. Resident Evil. But then it was like Resident Evil. And then by eight, it was like Resident Evil. <laughs> Even the announcer's like, yep, they keep paying me. We're, we're, still we're, still, we're still doing this. And I like that the Japanese version too. It's like Biohazard. Biohazard. Well, of course, in Japanese. Whatever the equivalent. I don't want to try to pretend to don't. speak like a Japanese person. Not a good look. Unless you can speak Japanese, the word biohazard, I don't think you, we'll do you should it. try it. No. But nor will I try to speak for Dave Grimma as I ask him. Hey, Dave, the king of segways. How's he doing? What do you think he's I'm doing? I'm all right. There? It's been a bit, hasn't it, boys? It, it has. has we had a, 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 you know, of course, our production schedule won't show it. Um, mm-hmm. But we had a bit of a. a Hiatus, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, a small hiatus. I took Mark and I both individually took separate vacations. I went to a farm. I got to milk a cow. Ugh. Nice. Gross. That's cool. That it metaphor nice. came now, to life real fast. Now Ugh. I'm back in my life, and I feel like I'm trying to pick up all the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here is the destruction I left behind. Yeah. Well, yep, yep, yep. have you been able to do that? Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting through it right now. Work, my unfortunately for me, work is really busy. Or mm. fortunate, unfortunate, you know. 
busy's good because you're working, but busy's not good because it's hectic and filled with anxiety. Anxiety is and not it, good. Yeah, I've been but told these things. It's okay. Have you played any fun things or witnessed any cool media in that time? <sighs> I'm from watching the Olympics stuff. Annie's way into it. I'm like, I would say this year, but she's always really into it. I always get into it. Yeah. I mean, I this year it's probably less so. I'm like, because it's kind of like, what are you guys doing? Maybe, maybe this isn't the yeah. safest thing still. <laughs> but like, uh, there's so know, many so weird nice things see. happening mm. with it too. Like the shorts conspiracy or not conspiracy fiasco with the women's volleyball team. Yeah, it's so that's, weird. I am totally out of the loop. What well, I don't know what this is. Uh, the women's Dave can. There's just there's been a lot of commentary made about the. Uh, some girls wanted to wear shorts and like, like cuz they felt like the the volleyball beach volleyball outfits were over sexualizing the players further context it's totally valid i think valid. that's totally fair if, yeah. if you're not comfortable wearing this it shouldn't be a mandated uniform choice like that well it doesn't right. give like a competitive advantage no, or disadvantage because no. the dudes can wear whatever shorts they want the dudes right. are wearing tights the dudes are wearing shorts it should be the same sets of rules it for everybody it doesn't make any sense your butt cheeks you got to keep your butt cheeks out do they do like the Top Gun like constant slappings whenever they score a point? Mark, you should watch like a game of volleyball. <laughs> I saw the I saw the film Top Gun. I, I know feel like I <laughs> he knows everything. Yeah. That's everything he needs to know. That's the only... If you could be Olympic level capable oh. at any Olympic sport, that's an individual sport. What would it be? Uh... Bowling. <laughs> I would love that. Olympic I mean, bowling? You do, you do like a good bowl. I love me a good bowl. I would love to just bowl and they'd be like, you just won for America. Like, sweet. All right. And then, you know, bowling. Like, I could actually, like, daydream that. Other things mm. I could. Like, tell me, skateboarding, I'd break my ankle. Like, mm, even if I was yeah. good at skateboarding, that's when I would break my ankle. Like, right there. It just seems scary. I would never want to Mark, yeah. what would be your um, sport? So. I know, as, as one who's not into many competitions, I just feel like, what's a skill that I can then apply to other things in life? So I guess, like, a, I like to be, like, a... Not a sprinter. I want to be the guy who throws the ball. What is a that? Shot putter? Shot putter. I want to be that guy. Those people that, are insane. Yeah, they're just, like, <laughs> they twirl around Mark with this, this orb, and they're just like... Hah! And it's the, this, that's what I want to know. I, like, when I watch them do what they're doing, they look really silly. And then all of a sudden, this heavy ball just flies out of their body. That's right. And it lands far away. What about uh, hand-eye coordination sports similar to archery or airsoft shooting, which is apparently a thing? I feel like I could see you with the bow is, and a rope. Is Overwatch not an Olympic sport yet? Can I, can I get on that? Dude. Yeah, that's a team sport, though. Ah, I made a YouTube video individual. that's like, video games could be an Olympic sport. And then mm -hmm. later on in the week, I saw a Yu-Gi-Oh card game is being petitioned to be a Yu-Gi-Oh sport. And I'm like, if that could be an Olympic sport, it's not going to be. But if people are going to say that I could do it, then video games could totally do it. Well, I think... There uh, was an Overwatch country thing. I remember. Yeah. Because it was like the Koreans would destroy. Yeah, they, it they it used like, to be Overwatch World Cup. Is that, that's what it was. Yeah, so not, not in the not Olympics. But no, but they're emulating. They took a hiatus because mm. of, you know, of the, 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 the world conditions. Steve, that's what why you're... Oh, yeah. I, I think like, I want to do like some sort of diving thing. Di you... <laughs> I just want to like, <laughs> I just want to, I want a sport where like, I'm do I'm really active for like, Three seconds. I'm sure oh, there's a yeah. lot. Of, I mean, <laughs> and also like you, to have the body to be able to do that. 
Yeah. And then yeah, also yeah, yeah. like that's true. Not really not really have to do something that's completely stamina based. Mm-hmm. I feel like why would you something want to do like because I, I, I imagine that like I'd have to train to be able to do that all the time. Like I'm uh, sure those divers train quite often. I'm sure oh, they no, do, no. but at the same time, it's still like, you know, I go up this ladder, I get ready, I prepare, I do my thing. He right? wants Maybe it to be a short thing mm-hmm. that he trains a lot for, but like when he actually executes it, he executed it for three set, twelve seconds, a twelve second effort. But it was years of training, and he wants it to yeah. culminate in this short thing that's over like that. I think that's, yeah. that's what's going on here. This is I could get on board with this. What this is, that would be diving, wouldn't it? That's like if I wanted to be an NFL player, I would want to be a kicker because it's like I got one I job. Mean, yeah, I'm but, gonna do you know. that job well. You know what's you know I think kicking is interesting for football because like okay you got the field goal which is a high pressure situation, but there's also. On the kickoff return, you have to get in for that tackle, and right. you don't want to be. You do not you have to get in for that tackle. You, but yeah, but everyone's whoa, whoa, whoa. like, he only has the kicker to beat. You know, it's like, uh, it, you don't want to look like a fool when you totally <laughs> flop, right? It's that time of year where the podcast can very quickly become a football podcast because we're football getting there. Is, very football exciting. is coming back. And the and Hall, I'm just, Hall of Fame game is happening right now. I hope Chase serious? Claypool is okay. I'm telling you, he's slapping sick bass solos for the band Primus. I was about to make a joke about Primus. It could be like, what is it, Primus? But no. What did I go <laughs> wow. Got Primus? me. Well, besides Primus, what are you up to, Dan, these days? Oh, man. I've been playing this new game called Destiny 2 a lot. Oh, really? I've heard, oh, really? I've heard of that. <laughs> I always love the mm. amount of joy that appears on Dan's face when he talks about Destiny. It's like his. I was going to talk about a different game. I was thinking about You were right. I was like, you asked me when we played, you're like, how do you stick with it? I'm like, I just do. Like, it feels. Yeah. It gets me to that flow state. I'm like, what am I doing at night? Am I doing PvP? Am I just going to knock out some stuff? Am I going to hang with somebody? Am I going to play alone? I but are know. you worried that you're now stuck in like a, like you can't escape it? Like if no. you wanted to stop, you can't. I, I actually feel like I'm in a position where I can stop for like a week. And if like, you know, as story comes around and stuff, I'm still ready for the stuff. And if somebody wants to raid, I could just pick up and do that. That's where I've always wanted to be with this game where it's like, you want to raid? Yes. I didn't have to like... You know, you're not a you're not a slave to the game. Um, no, there's well, I have to start playing other games. Like I'm playing my Switch. My Switch is the way I don't play Destiny. Mm. Um, which is where I've been playing Aegis Defenders, which we officially are not going to play for this podcast. And I think that's a good call because I would have liked it. It's a side-scrolling tower defense slash Metroidvania kind of game. It looked like a day game when I tower was defense Metroidvania. Yeah. So you every Those stage. Two things- Every stage starts with platforming puzzle, sort of. And then you end it with a uh, five-wave enemy <clears throat> horde mode, essentially, where you have to lay down defenses, lay down turrets, based on what your characters can do. And mm-hmm. it's all color-coded, so like it'll like each area will glow the color that the enemies will be when they come out. Um, and you have to, like, one en- one player is blue and she makes like blue things. So if there's blue enemies, you got to put the blue things in front of the blue enemies and yellow old man does the yellow turrets. So yellow um, old man, it's actually co-op. You could play it together. So um, it's, it's color by number, color by number. It, I think I'm realizing as I play it, that it's probably more fun co-op because you have to switch between the characters to manage these end of level, um, you know, horde modes. So like, you know, 
Dave would be the blue guy, I would be the yellow guy, and Mark would be the red guy, or whatever. And then you could uh, go and do your thing. So I'm noticing that, but it's all right. That's fun. But did you say that's like a larger part of the game than the the tower Joker? defense is like the biggest. Mm. Like, how much that's is tower? How much hook. is where's the Metroidvania part come in? You have to um, unlock new characters as you go, um, and then they unlock new paths. But I think it kind of this analogy falls apart because you only unlock those characters as those challenges present themselves. So you don't like see a path that could be passable later. Um, you're never given a challenge you can't it's pass. It's never like passable right. now that you have this character. Right, because your le the levels are linear. Um, okay, so it's not a Metroidvania at all. Yeah, it's just a side scroller with enemies, and I guess I oh, leaned on my I know I, my least favorite genre thing. Um, no, really? But, yeah. Of all genres, that's it. I no the. I just think it's overused. I'm uh, like that guy, you know. It's an action adventure game. That's what it is, with tower defense things. But I, on the horizon, I'm saying it out loud now. I really want to see if we could play Tribes of Midgard. I am not against it. I know. But I just don't I want will to force say it. again, with all the games that are coming out for the three of us, that I would put lower. way in the back, lower than T. Yeah, it's it's well, well, Mark, why don't you? Uh, why don't you start off by talking about some of the games you're excited about that are coming out? Well, because right now, for a game, we'll go through the, the games for next season, but Dan and I are playing It Takes Two, and Dave is watching. Mm -hmm. Dave, is, Dave is playing it as well. We're just controlling the characters. I mean, Dave real. is letting right. us know all the yeah. things that we should be doing that he He's sees often that we right. don't see. <laughs> He's often right, because we're like running around. You literally, I will say, you are so starry-eyed in the best way possible. <laughs> You what were we were mean? running through literally the galaxy at one point when we were playing this game, oh. and you were like, "Dan, stop and look around." And I was it's like, "Pretty, it's so pretty." I was ah. like, "This man's heart is full, and now my heart is full." Come on, you got very. Gotta, and I, I remember, appreciate I sitting, a good story. Sky. I was sitting there, and I was like, "This is what look happens the, in look Mark's at this head." Skybox. Those Something are some I of my, never. Something I never do in a video game. But then when you do it, always good. Those are one of my up, favorite like, things in like nice. Skyrim back in the day. Mm -hmm. You would just stop and there's like a roar borealis going. You're like, wow. I was this watching is beautiful worlds. I was watching Mark play the end of Mass Effect Two, and he stopped to go into camera mode to take a picture. That's and I was like, I would never, I would never even. This think man it. has a moment. An appreciation. He he yeah. sips his he sips his drinks. Dave and That's I. That's why. Next challenge: throw our axe on the floor. We're, we're talking about enough talk. <laughs> we're talking about games I want to play with you guys. We're all going to try out the multiplayer for Ghost of Tsushima. That game. I don't I don't understand how you could play that game and not just like stop every so often. Like it, this I'm is excited gorgeous. to play it. This I'm going to start playing it on the, the Twitch. Most and beautiful game I've ever played. I think uh, hopefully you'll roll through and be like, Dan, Dan, look at the skybox real quick. Just stop. Not even the skybox, but just like the color palette of all the. It's just. Look at the color box, Dan. Ma, mamma mia. That's what it's like. <laughs> was that was that Mario from uh, the Mario and Luigi show? Is that what that I like, was? I like to think so. You see, twirls okay. his little beard. Um, if I if I hold onto the ball, uh, I have an exciting first time update. Now one platinum. Not two Platinums, but three Platinums since last wow. time we talked. Racking them up. How did you do this while also being away from your PlayStation? Well, because as Dave indicated, we went on vacation. I can go on vacation, but I can't pick a vacation from video games. So I brought with me. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. It's you know, it's funny. Angry. Last time, where did we go? I think we went to Cape Cod and I brought my PlayStation and played Persona 5 for like a good decent amount of time. 
But um, I bought the original uh, OLED uh, portable. The Switch? Oh, Vita. never mind. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's funny. Actually, I don't have the OLED version because I got my lighter. Although it was a big travesty because I tried getting it, but that's a side story. I have the anyway. OLED version. I mean, I'm, I'm, buy, I'm about to buy an OLED TV. I'm very excited. It, also, it doesn't burn in. It doesn't. It just, I mean, it's got to, you really got to go gotta for hammer it. it with that news border. Like, you would have to play Destiny on it for like five hours a day for like a couple of years. I could technically do that. I but like that's the only thing you daily do. Daily challenge accepted. No, you can play <laughs> PS4 on your Vita with street with it streams to it with remote yeah, play. Yeah, you could do and that. And then you can play remote play from your PS4 to your PS5. I mean, that would be quite I the think, daisy chain there. I think <laughs> it might work. A little too much. A little too many. That's, you it's like wires well, First wires off, there. why would you... Why would I want to why play Ratchet and Clank? Play, while why would you try and play the PS5 version on your Vita? No, no, I can why play like other games. I, I could play like like Ratchet and Clank on it. Eh, but why would you? Too, that oh. game is too pretty. That's a, that's a pretty good. But anyway, it would be, it would be a, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> quick, quick little. I played Hyproxia too, which I was thinking about for the podcast because we had we had like a hot week. We were talking about Hyproxia. Shot, uh, side that sounds like, that sounds like a that sounds like a skin condition. It's it does. Not. Hyproxia. Um, just a side-scrolling shoot 'em up. I can't grow um, hair over there because of my hybroxia. Hybroxia, really hybroxia is a is a skin condition. Is it? I, it's, I, th- I think it's choking. Well, this one was about space, and you're a little. Oh, hybroxia, Mark. Hybro- That's what I said. You you're guys were hybroxia. 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 <laughs> how, how do you spell this game? H a b. H a b. H a b r o x i a. Yeah. Two. Not the first one, but the second one. Hybroxia? Hybroxia. Yeah. I heard hybroxia, which oh, got me well, to hybroxia. I'm glad hypoxia. we were able to clarify this. It was a journey. Condition. It's a nonlinear, yeah. Mark. Go on. It is not linear. So it's kind of like Star Fox where you have like these paths you can take. Um, but side Upgrading scrolling. your ship. Yeah. Upgrading your ship. Upgrading your weapons. Fighting bosses. It was fun. Um, I'm glad I didn't pick it for the podcast. I don't know if there's enough meat on the bone for it, but... Mm. Just kind of a fun little romp on there. And it was the type of game that I liked playing on the Vita. Because I also was trying to play a little bit of um, Darkest Dungeon when I really liked. But I can't read the font. It's too short. Like, I don't like playing on the handhelds. Anyway. Um, so I got a Platinum in there. I got the Platinum in Returnal. Mm. Oh, man, mm. that one deserves a bit of a, a round of applause. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of that. I can't. You you came back around in that game. You were ready to stop. But what did you play with any of the updates? I did, and that's why, because... We should get a sound drop for every time that you mention getting a platform. Or something just like, like I can make it. Flat drop! Flat drop, boom. Just like this loud... <laughs> or like or like a, route, a, cloud, a crowd going wild. No. <laughs> I, I, want it to, I, want there no one, I want there to be no one in attendance for this. <laughs> no one. Just put the crickets, the crickets in. <laughs> um, but no, Dan, you mentioned it, because the only reason I actually did it was they patched it to make it way easier to get. So these things that were super rare mm-hmm. don't, you know, now only they will uh, pop up for you. So my thought was, like, I'll just play a little bit like at the end of the night every night just to kind of chip away with it but then of course it turned into like oh, oh i'm i'm just into this now so like yeah. it got to the point where literally i'm just running through biomes and i know exactly the room i need to spawn i know where it falls in the level so i can get there in six minutes if it doesn't there i just kill myself and do it again so it wasn't like the funnest process but definitely like tense because now you're running through these arenas and i'm super low leveled not trying to kill a thing i'm just trying to get through um that's how i play the game 
Ah, that's well, like how I'm like I'm not leveling up. I want to go back to where I was. Not that's why I can't it. play it right now. But really happy it's on the shelf. Happy to be done with it because way way much anxiety. And then uh, third platinum, as Dave mentioned, I I finished Mass Effect two and gotta say playing it after Mass Effect one in such a short time span, what a what a improvement that game yeah, is over right? one. Like, I understand people, the one complaint I see people always say about it, it's like, they really take out the RPG elements of it, which are totally true. I just feel like it really cut out the BS in that game. Like, that you game is... a lot, right? Yeah, like, I don't need to care about stat, you know, comparisons between weapons and armors and stuff like that. Like, scrolling through, like, planets and landing to find resource, like... I just really appreciated that it's like, like what's fun about Mass Effect? Characters, the worlds, combat. Okay, that's the only things you're really going to do there. Scanning the planets definitely sucks, I'll say. <laughs> definitely sucks. Talking about, uh, like, weapon stat management in comparison, mm-hmm. I feel like Borderlands... Really I was literally changed, just thinking that. As literally you changed the way I think about, like, stat comparing. Yeah, it's because it's like, you, like, what are you going to be good at, Gun, and how is that going to impact my... Yeah, and, and what what is the style of that you want? Because it's just like... Yeah, this is higher DPS for these reasons, but you know, oh, okay, because Vladoff gets uh, increasingly hard to control the longer you hold right. down the, the trigger. You and, know? you know, there's the side of that, too. It's like, do you want to put the kind of thought and, and effort into really creating a build like that? Where Mass Effect 2 was really just like, okay, you, you got your class. That's what you're going to mm. play. There weren't that many guns the ones that are better are clearly better and it just it cuts out all the bs and mm-hmm. i and dave watched me kind of finish up the suicide mission at the which is such a perfect ending to that game i it just made me feel bad for mass effect 3 it's like they should have saved this almost it was too good but mm. i mean they could have they could have pretty much redid the suicide mission for me3 i mean i like the I, I guess we'll save it when I eventually get there. I'll probably take a little break from it. But, like, I didn't hate, like, the end thing because there was the whole thing of Mass Effect 3. Didn't they rewrite the, the sequel 3? They, I don't, they I don't added. The... They added one. I didn't think, I didn't think it was they, big the, of a thing. I know we've talked about it before, but there they are, overpromised. Are the they overpromised with Mass Effect 3. Well, yeah, I yes. thought... With Mass they, Effect, honestly. Like, the, the way that you're controlling the narrative the whole time, that yeah, is a do, huge... Yeah, you do, mostly, but, they're, but they try and tell you that that your ending is going to be completely different right. based off of the decisions you made. And, like, unless you think of the whole third game as the ending, then they're, they're lying. Yeah, it's like, do your decisions from Mass Effect 1 and 2 matter? Absolutely, and the whole war asset thing. And all those things do play a role in, like, the amount you have, and then mm-hmm. that affects the end sequence but yeah then it comes down to okay which color are you going to choose right like they they really made it obvious that the broad strokes mattered in two i remember that because i got through most of it like i mean know. that's just just from their perspective that's 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 hard to do i actually oh, yeah game, i was trying to think of like games what's a game that has really like 17 endings the witcher has a crazy amount of possibilities you could do in terms of where your story yeah. ends um, the stories path of destiny i don't know oh, yeah, I mean, that's another one <laughs> <laughs> wow, cool shout out to what was that like episode like beautiful. seven or eight? Wasn't wasn't um Knights of the Old Republic like that though? Knights of the Old Republic I mean, had the dark side and light side ending, but I, I feel like there were I don't um, think it has that hints many. at what happens in Mass Effect. 
in that I game. see, but actually, I'm glad you brought that up because it makes me think of like old Bioware, where then it kind of worked with like characters, mm-hmm. and that was always my things, favorite things for like Boulder's Gate, where it's like, yeah, when you finish, like, well, what happens to the characters? Yeah, especially the, like your six main party members. Yeah, you know? and and that was actually one thing that well, replaying Mass Effect Two, because that was one of those parties. I'm like, I remember that party. I I felt like I really remember those characters. I liked them all. It's actually surprising how little you actually get to interact with them. You interact with them on the ship. They have their, like, loyalty missions. But that yeah. was one thing It was kind of showed its age a little bit. It's like that third party member in a loyalty mission is, like, doesn't really interact with anything. They have, like, one... They, they all have, like, a throwaway line or two. Yeah, it just never felt like... You know, if I bring Tally to Legion's loyalty mission, I expect her to have some stuff to say about this. Yeah. And it actually made me think of, like, old school, like, pixel art RPGs where, like, your party's all actually always kind of together. And then there's cutscenes where they all like, okay, we're all going to comment on this. I almost mm. kind of wish it was something like that a little bit more. But, I mean, like, this that's the same thing that happens in Chrono Cross. Mm-hmm. It's like, in Chrono Cross, yeah, you have two party members with you. And they'll always say stuff in their in their character tone, but right. basically they're saying the same thing. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Mass Effect definitely has that, but it's like, it doesn't feel, oh, well, I, I see how this is different now that you're here. Like, there's a lot yeah. of times I just felt lacking, but mm-hmm. still super, super great game. Super, I think super good. The pinnacle of the series. We'll see in 2026 what the new one brings. Might even. Oh yeah. They're making those. a whole follow-up sequel, right? I mean, which is great because they, they, that's such a great world, but like, it's going to be the same team, I think, as the Dragon Age team and Dragon Age still needs to come out. So we're not seeing, I don't know why they even brought it up. I mean, I guess just to have excitement for later in the decade. I I don't know. EA is there, you know what I mean? Like they're involved. Listen. Side, side, side note. We had a, some conversation the other day though. You were talking about how Bioware fell off with Mass Effect uh, Andromeda oh. and stuff, and then you were like, you're like, they really should have taken a break from Mass Effect and gone with a new that IP. And I was like, you mean Anthem? That was me. You were like, yeah, they should make a game where it's almost like your Iron Man, but it's different, it's different and you're flying around open world, and you can play with your friends. What a and, great idea that would have been. It, it, Dave hit me over the head with, with Anthem, man. You know what's said too? I I remember it just feels like fun. a lark. I don't remember having a bad time. Oh, I remember it feeling very just... It felt we, like Outriders. It's just like, okay. We, the story kept taking us out. The gameplay was why it was fun. But the story yeah. kept on being like, what are we doing now? And then it, yeah. like, that's what... We were bored of that. I remember that. Wow. Um, but not, like, it's it's just like, are we t- too tired of that experience? Of where it's ongoing. like, do the mission, go back to town, talk yeah. to some people do a mission yep. hey. like like we've been doing that same thing we've done it th- from diablo we've mm-hmm. done it from destiny like that's just here go back to your hub world talk yeah, to some people it, go out and do this mission and i think for the people who play this kind of guys they have room for one and for us especially like because we don't play on a, a nightly basis with each other it's it's like it just felt empty that's yeah, another guy like got yeah room for one and and destiny i was talking to somebody about final fantasy 14 is having an upsurge right now mm. especially oh, with all the blizzard stuff but even before that like they all they were already working i'm not on gonna a lie new expansion. i'm interested but at the same time oh no like it, it's like a monthly fee right you gotta pay monthly that's it's, still monthly oh yeah Whoa. there's a free tier but it's up to level 60 
okay? So you'll get your time if you play for free. But the good stuff comes in. But I was watching people play it. It plays like a Final Fantasy game. Like, there are dialogue sequences. Oh, yeah. And people the story is like a mm. story where you're, like, playing through it. And I remember it. it was so bad coming out the gates, they literally had to reboot oh, yeah. it. What a uh, I, I feel like I've told the story a lot. But one time I bought it on PlayStation, like, intending to play it. Mm-hmm. And then I... Oh, then you returned it. I returned it. I thought it, it was this game. It was this game. It was Final Fantasy XIV, but I returned it telling them I misread the Roman numerals, which nice callback <laughs> to this. And I was like, I can't read the Roman numerals. I wanted Final Fantasy XV. And they were like, here is a refund. Because they were like, we have a no refund policy. And I was like, but I didn't want but, this game. I expected them to give me credit for fifteen, and then I would own it, which I do now anyway because the PlayStation collection. But, yeah, I, I can't. Well, I can't get into a game like that. That would have been a that's Not a downgrade in my eyes. Fifteen. I brought uh, it up like a, a, a people month like or two fifteen. Ago, I thought I was like we should play fourteen. No, play f- no, we're never playing fourteen. That's the no. We 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 could probably <laughs> do with like a Baldur's Gate or something. But we have after it takes two. What are we well, playing? I, we got it, boys. It takes two. Ghost of Shushima. Back for Blood. Dying Light Two. We are set. We got a nice slate coming. Alright. We're always killing zombies. We're always killing it's zombies. Okay, but, it's okay. but we were killing zombies in the main topic game. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. Very repeat, spoilers incoming. Thank you. Dan Narita Boy. I closed it. I can't believe it. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's he has it. I don't yeah, have it. I, why don't. did I close it? You um, too excited. I did. What happened to me? Oh. Naruto. Narita. Boy. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. I really thought you were serious. I know. Yeah, was, I, oh I my God. tell you Hold on. I gotta, let, me, let me introduce the listener to this, and then I'll, tell, I'll share that anecdote. Uh, Narita Boy becomes symphonic in Narita Boy, a radical action adventure as a legendary pixel hero trapped as a mere echo within the digital kingdom. Discover the mysteries behind the techno sword, lock swords with the corrupt and tainted stallions, save the world. Recent reviews are mostly positive. All time, very positive. This game came out March 30th, 2021. Developed by Studio Koba, published by your favorite publisher, Team 17. They made worms. So... Uh, before I go to these popular user defined tags, you love Team Seventeen. Yeah, you're that's, the team. That's what you should. That, you should stop, stop being from see, from Danware or whatever you are. You should be stop being Team Team Seven. Team Seven Dan Seventeen. Dan Um Earlier, I kept saying, "Guys, how far did you get in Naruto?" And they were and they were like, "Dan, haha, so funny." And then I said, "Wait, oh my god, no!" I I when I said we should play a game, I didn't realize there was one called Narita Boy. I said we should play Naruto Boy, and Dave got for a very brief moment red. It, like he saw red, and he, he was like, red. "You better your not." Blood. Was, your blood spread. I, I was very oh. busy with work, and this, I was just not in the mood. And I basically insinuated <laughs> that I told them to play the wrong game, but that, Naruto. Good. I mean, I'll pick Naruto for the pot. Nope. Anyway, nope. popular <laughs> user-defined tags for this product are action, adventure, platformer. And two mystery tags, one of which I believe will incite rage from at least one of you. 
Oh boy. Uh, was one of them retro? Did you say retro already? No, I want to say mutton chops. And Dave, what's uh, your Dave's arcade? You're, you're both absolutely correct. It is retro, so Dave uh, does get a point for the. That is the maker. tag that makes and my blood boil. Two <laughs> D, yeah, I figured it would. So this is going to be an overarching mm. uh, thing. But Dave, before I get to that point. I just read from a card. Everything I said was oh. scripted. I'm sorry. Can you give them a genuine experience here? Sure. Uh, Narita Boy is a 2D action game that takes place in a computer game. You're sucked in and you take on the role of Narita Boy in order to save the creator of the game whose harmful code has attacked him, separating him from the pure original thoughts and memories that brought him to create the game in the first place. Reconnect the memories and save the digital kingdom. Rated C for cyan, magenta, and yellow. The printer cyan. will be dead without these colors. I guess so. Well, the one of them particular. So, let's start with this digital kingdom, this world that is built, and really kind of plays into. It's almost like kind of two parallel stories. I mean, should we way. just say it? Should we just? It's Tron. I mean, more or less. <laughs> but it's, so it's the, very heavily inspired by Tron. Go on. Yeah, and well, good. and the other thing I want to bring up, just kind of at least for the set point, is a movie of mine that I I am surprised you two have not watched. But so oh, there is Starfighter, the last Starfighter. But so there's the story of this digital world. You're Narita boy. You're you go with your sword. You're here to save the digital. The, the, techn- the techno blade. The techno blade. Excuse me. Yeah, don't call it a sword. They dance when they get it. He does oh, a rave. Yes, dance. they do. And then he throws up. <laughs> and well as you're kind of going through that then there is the story of the creator and finding out who he was the circumstances of the creation of the game what his what his life story was and really kind of then slowly kind of seeing the connections between what the game is and who he is as a person um so with the digital worlds uh the phrase that kept popping up in my brain i don't know if i even actually believe it but it's the thing i kept thinking of this game is one of the one of the most prominent games that is so up its own butt that it was startling. I softened on that vote, but my initial reaction as I started going through it was this game is so in love with itself, and I don't understand why agree or disagree. <laughs> Uh, you, you, find, you find the game itself as narcissistic. Yes. Yeah, you're, okay. like, you're like, oh my god, look at all the great things we created in this game. And I will say, I softened on that after a while, but that was my initial kind of gut reaction as I started playing it. I feel like that was part of its charm. Mm, why so I damn? feel like that it, it, I will say it talks a lot, and that's one of my least favorite features a game could have. I wanted it to... <laughs> Make me show it a world. Don't tell well, me. Let the me world. introduce mm. you to Disco Elysium. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I wanted it to show me the world less than tell me. Um, and it starts you off. It's like, okay, you're in this great world. You got sucked to a computer. Hold up a minute. I'm gonna tell you a bunch of stuff. You stand right there. You stand right there. I'm gonna talk to you. And I was like, all right, shut up. I'm gonna mm. go. 
I want to go play a game. That you just, there's a lightsaber somewhere. I want to go get it, please. And they finally let you get it. But I will. I don't know if it's it kind of felt to like a long said. time before they give you that sword, right? Oh You're man, like, they're like, on. here's the and then the elevator. Don't worry, to we're it. gonna give you this awesome sword. We got we worship this sword. We were been waiting for a special yeah. person to use this sword. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, great, give me the damn sword. Yeah, like you can't do anything until you get it. That is your way to re- interact with the world. And there's gonna be a bunch of enemies wait. you're gonna see before that. You just gotta get around them. Yep. Mm. yep. To yes, the point and, where maybe, maybe, maybe you think maybe I made a mistake and I'm not supposed to be in this room yet and I backtrack for 10 minutes because right. maybe I missed the sword. But no, you were supposed to, you know, and jump I, and dodge past the enemies. I think the delay is, and again, I liked this game, but I think the delay between when you start playing and when the game starts is too long. So to your point, maybe this is related, Mark. I don't. But know. even even past that, once you get the sword and you get the thing, okay, you got to go through these different worlds. You're you're you have these objectives. You never felt like the story. Did you ever felt kind of motivated to kind of see the memories? I, yeah, and like oh, totally. Okay. Not the memories, more so. I want to see what how it ends. So um, you understood? How I said I want to see how it ends. You understood um, what was happening. I understood that we were diving through the game developers memories that he lost his way my dad was blue collar and worked a lot that he was very (laughs) successful he lived he grew up in japan so he was you know an outcast because he wasn't native to japan so he felt he grew up knowing he was different i knew these things about the creator and i was like all right i can get into like what's going to happen how what will we do to fix this i and i knew he was the reason things were going bad so, so can you explain to me what are the cre- the creator's tears? Why are they referred to as the biaxial metaphor of creation? Mark, this is why earlier I said this game is <laughs> Tron meets Lord of the Rings. Because the game was like, I've got this huge lore with ridiculous words that I'd like to show you right now. And it's a video game and I don't care about your words. But I do think it cares about its lore a lot. And I think it's like, look at, and then there's like, you're like, wizards. I appreciate that you care about your own lore, but right. I, Dan Colonna, am here to play games. <laughs> I am here to kill the big monsters. Are they red? Great. I can, I have a sword for that. Um, but you're right. The game loves its lore and it okay. wants you to know its lore. It wants you to know who the motherboard is. It wants you to know the tri glycerides and all these things it's it's got some all... of these characters just sit here meditating thinking about things right. right if you ever have anxiety just there was the underground or i'm sure you were for a moment you're like if you ever have anxiety or 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 stress just come down here and you'll write some of the best code of your life and i'm like dude i could use that mm. whip out a website <laughs> real quick like just send me to the underground Let's and i'll crank out on some some jobs well let me tag david here for a bit so dave did you feel as you were going through the world like were, were you able to kind of just gloss over the story because you weren't interested? Did you try kind of unpacking when all I mean, stuff I tried to understand it most of the time. Oh. And sometimes I was like, this is like a lot a of lot. gibberish. Yeah. You know, like these are, these are made up words that we're putting together and I don't know why I'm expected to know them. You know? So there, there was a streamer who goes by Glam Shadow Skull and he's awesome. And uh, sometimes he'll play Warhammer figures. And I actually told him to play this. And he went ahead and played it. Nice. And um, I was very surprised. But he he's the kind of streamer who reads the dialogue, which is most. Um, <laughs> and while he was doing it, he was like, oh, my gosh. They don't stop. <laughs> like, mm. what is happening? 
and it's it, there's yeah like it's a share i think it's a shared sentiment they this game talks a lot about itself yeah and so i'm trying to oh where are we gonna say Dave? and the other thing about it is there's a lot of and this is what i think you were alluding to earlier is not only in the dialogue itself but there's a lot of symbolic praise happening in the game mm-hmm. so you have a lot of like praying meditating uh and and worship of the things within the game and that to a certain degree besides it feeling religious and maybe it's weird to worship a video game or the things inside of the game it's like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a little weird i will say it was weird but i did understand that as the characters who were born in the game praising the creator which they're trying to draw parallels which are aggressive parallels to draw given you know how religion is in general um yeah but, but and I, yeah. but like just to kind of to take that point and run with it like a lot of christian iconography um, there's a whole cross at one point yeah like there's, there's an enemy, enemy who's a cross. like a crucifix the and mother kind of with the baby like and then there's a lot of kind of the you know where you're talking about the meditation and stuff like and it all makes sense when when you learn more about the creator and how his dad was american his mom was japanese he grew up in japan it, and it, it makes sense but I really struggled with trying to understand the tone and what, how I should be expecting to take this because, you know, I, I mentioned briefly at the last Starfighter, and okay. that was a movie which the setup kind of feels similar. Uh, for if you haven't heard of it, '80s movie, the kid in a small town. Here's a little arcade cabinet about like a, a shoot 'em up space game. He loves it, and for some reason, the like the trailer park he lives in, everyone's really into that he loves it. Mm-hmm. It's like he's got to get the high score, and lo and behold, it turns out it's like a training program, and the world is actually real. And mm-hmm. because he did so well, that they recruit him to, to actually fight in this war. Yeah. Um, awesome, loved the movie as a kid. This setup very very similar in terms of this game is you know there's a chosen one and he's pulled in. So I'm like okay. But as I was going through the story and like getting exposed, like this techno babble is what I kind of referred to in the beginning. I, as a person who does want to read the, the dialogue and lore, it is very rich and all the iconography and everything is so serious and very important. But then it's like you die and then you get the rusted force and then there's people yeah. dancing. And I kept thinking, okay, is this game trying to kind of recreate that 80s kind of like it takes itself too seriously but it's so cheesy and corny it's like you, do you can't do you think that was their way of reminding you that you're playing Marie, like the game that was created and that's just the game itself see i, I don't know like, because it's like it's so the things are in that they're talking about and like the the way that things are everything's spoken about, very heady and so deep. heady and serious but like yeah. it's also gibberish because it doesn't yep. make any sense it, there there's very hard to like i understand some of the things i don't understand most of the things but i also don't feel hindered by it as i move through these experiences because they're cool experiences but yes the game does take itself very seriously and then all of a sudden it doesn't can i yeah can i share what i was hindered by yeah (laughs) i didn't understand the motivation of the character who was taken into the game like why this person in particular i would be like doing? how the hell do i get out right yeah i wouldn't be like i it. need to save this creator i'd be like get me the f out right. yeah well this kid was like they alluded to how the kid was just he's, playing. he's just staying up late 
when he's yeah. not supposed to, or he's supposed to be, he's like, did you do your homework yet? And he's actually been playing this computer game all day. That doesn't allude to me that I wish I was in this world. It means I don't want to do my homework. I, I, I definitely agree with that. There's like a lack of re relatability to this. It's like, who's this kid? There's nothing grounded. Well, no. and actually, as I right. said, like there's nothing that's kind of grounded. The, as you unlock them, you know, you're going through these worlds. I, I mean, do you find... I didn't beat the game. Do you find out that this is, like, uh... This is his nephew? It's his son. Is he related to the creator? He's the son of the creator. He is the son. Yes. He... And, okay. he, and okay. he's meant there for this. Go. This is his destiny. He is the Narita boy. Um, and he, I, his, his dad is Narita man? Well, no, no. The dad was also Narita boy. And it, and they're his son now, will also... Mm. Continues the Narita boys. Mm. Um, but... The story of the creator itself, I think, was like the most grounded thing that I'm like, okay, how, I can wrap my head around this. How freaking typical <laughs> that, like, oh, the best thing that I can wish for my son is for him to become me. How else will I live forever? <laughs> and yes, and that's what it was little things like that because through the 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 creator's memories, it. it I don't one, want your life, Dad. Well, the way I almost interpret it, it's a kind of a very sad story. You know, like, yeah, his, mom, like his mom dies tragically. His dad can't handle it, so he leaves him. And I wasn't really... I, I guess my interpretation of it was, because I think there's the question, it's like, is this an actual world that he was able to see, or is he really just the creation of it? Because it's like, he sees this world, and he, as a kid, he's drawing these symbols on the wall... And then he ends up becoming, like, as he gets older and creates, starts coding this thing, he, like, becomes, like, a cult leader, and the red takes over the him. Mm. And one of my favorite, favorite things to do, or rather, one of my favorite types of stories are the ones that try to convey internal conflict and, like, issues in, oh, like, yeah. a fantasy realm. Like, I love stories like that. I mean, that's, that's a, there's a game called Hellblade you, mean, like, you should like play. Hellblade? Yeah. yeah, like, those <laughs> those kind of things. Like, the inter like the, the internal turmoil that a character is feeling is really... The, it is manifested in the conflict they're experiencing in yeah. the outside mm -hmm. world. But... And there you could clearly see it because of, like, the red him is, like, his dark side and his anger and his anxiety and the other two colors of the balance and all these kind of characters, and you could see them. But there is this kind of... And it, it like how he as the creator is this godlike figure and how people worship him with the contrast of how dumb he looks like the with the mustache that grows into the beard and the receding hairline. It's like and even like the, mean, the design of Narita boy it was the 80s. And that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but, I, but it's not now. It's not now. And this oh. that goes into my other feeling. It's like we're. You know, and you know, it actually makes me think about uh, when we talked about Hypnospace Outlaw, and one of the devs uh, of it listened to our episode and kind of gave us his feedback. Us when we were making the game, we went, you know, we weren't looking at to it homage was, it. It wasn't just, it wasn't an homage of that time as much as it was being critical of of nostalgia, right? Trying Which, to be like those rose-colored glasses that you're looking through. You know, that stuff was pretty bad right, right. and we that was an early place for cyber bullies yeah that flew right over our heads and it's especially crazy to think about like how much internet interactions have gotten both worse and more civilized over time right which and, is a total you know i understand that thought process right. but then like when i think of my experience playing the game that's not what i felt 
with Narita Boy, I thought of that same thing too. It's like, so is this kind of like poking fun at that decade and these things? I don't think so. You know, especially with the filter with the, the CR, you know, filter on it yeah. and, you know, the trichromia, which I think is actually I mean, a cool idea when you think of the colors behind the screen. Like, mm. it's cool. But I can only see this as an homage. So I, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't understand really... how I should feel playing this. Like, should I be I mean, invested isn't emotionally? It, isn't it just... I don't get it. Isn't it just, like, you're continuing to try and live in the past, and you're trying to, um... And you're also trying to perpetuate it? You're like... Because you're like, not only were, was things great for me at this one time, and I've created this great thing, I also want my son to be a part of it. Like, you're just... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could see that. And like, just, but the, give a go with the idea of like an homage. Like, I don't think this is critiquing that decade. Like this is really kind of a celebration mm. of those tropes and things. But, but wait, then, should we get to the gameplay of the game? Well, one last oh, thing yeah. I just wanted to kind of bring up is one thing that Dan was kind of talking about with the sense of like, I don't even know how I, I, I phrase this. It's like, so when I'm thinking about how I should feel playing these things, I just constantly thought about the idea of okay so you're telling me this story and maybe then that's the kind of failure of it where i feel like i'm just being talked at as opposed to something like the pathless yeah. where i am uncovering this lore i'm uncovering the story yes and actually one other thing i wanted to bring up real quickly was so all these things are important the sword is important these worlds are important these characters are important but you're constantly telling me it's important it made me think of like something like oliha which is such a sparse game and like, okay, the spear is important or the harpoon, I should say. I don't need you telling me for 20 minutes it was made of the bones of this and it was on this, this. No, you give me that one screen where it's the, the captain and the, the harpoon and it's a black screen and they're aligned. And then it's suddenly now with the gameplay it opens everything up. Like that I think was telling me or rather showing me okay i get it now i feel it right it demonstrated Maybe... the game demonstrates to you itself and it, right. it, it gives you this it, it gives you the scale of everything because you know the player even if you don't really relate to the player you still know that's going to be you for 10 hours and they put the spear right on the level with the player so you're synonymous now you're right you're equals on the screen and that told the story of the spear way better than the game could have. And it's, so I guess as we have this conversation, like I think for the, to clarify, cause I wanted this conversation. I don't know how I feel about these things. And I think maybe that's where I'm landing. It's that I think I struggled to really like this game because I was not able to kind of look past the story mm -hmm. and there's so much of it and it's treated with such weight, but it's so full of, uh, I just have to read this this one thing re, re, please enlighten us with your uh, so this is early in the game when you're first getting this is your list of objectives find baba get access to the techno key to to the priest's portal get hold of the techno sword find creator's totems and journey inside his memories visit baba get the access techno key to baba find the access techno key to underground garden i don't know what any of these things are yes and and suddenly to... they're all here and right. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they, they give you a lot of build-up, and then they give you a lot of tasks in the beginning that barely mean anything to you. And, it, and it, I, I felt that that's how it kind of continued. And I do also want to kind of bring up just, because as we get to, like, gameplay, the presentation of this game. Actually, it's funny, just thinking about Dan, when you had a strong feelings about the presentation of a game, The Artful Escape. This game is all about presentation. I kind of feel the same way about Narita Boy. 
that eh, yeah i mean we'll see present, how the artful escape comes together we'll say i played an early version of it but this game definitely leans in with his presentation this one being narita boy leans chin first with that crt vaporwave looking i specifically just want to call it the character designs I think they're freaking awesome. Oh, this game's awesome. art is beautiful. This game's pixel art is amazing. Like, even just the enemy animations and your oh. animations and all the little, like, fuzzy pixels everywhere. Top-tier yeah. pixel totally. art. Totally. Like, gorgeous. you told me, give me give me uh, an early iMac, but it's a frog. Right. And it That's moves it. at, like, 30 and frames per second. And it looks amazing. And, um... Yeah, like the the combat complements it so well. Like, it's, I know it's not, you know, probably the most fun game, but it is definitely I like it when it comes to that. Because I I consider you my the the gameplay guy of us, Dan. So is like, that, is that wow? That's high high praise. And I get I made this hand motion. You can't see it, listener. But uh, yeah, he's tactile. doing. He, he, Dave how makes, did you just How did you describe it? You said this hand motion. Yeah. This hand motion of a hand it. flopping. Dan's a tactile person. Yeah, Dan is very concentrated on the feel. The air in front of you. Squeeze it. Uh, so you found. Feel. I'm all about game feel. You know. Did you feel this this in terms of the swing and the sword and jumping around and dodging like good game feel? Game, game feels good. So um, I don't know what it is lately, but I'm playing this other game called Miramasa Rebirth. Mm-hmm. on the Vita before I go to bed. And in that game, there's just one button for attack. It's not heavy and str- and light attack. Like, you know, how some like Devil May Cry has heavy and normal and you string together combos. There's just attack and it's timing. And the Rita Boy is the same way where it's like you can do like directional combos and mm-hmm. it's simple, but um there's other moves as well which i liked so it felt good is i think what i'm trying to say i think it's the build-up of all that was enough to kind of drive you through like you wanted to get to the next it was it was cool to like unlock uh moves i guess there's like a dash there's a shield uh like a shoulder bash which is how you break an enemy's block Got the shotgun um, thing. The shotgun thing. I like that a lot, actually. Like, yeah. the shotgun was awesome because, like, you can really, like, if you remember you have it, you can throw it in there and just, like, take care of an enemy real quick and then move on to another if fight. You, if you remember you have it. it well, that's the thing because eventually <laughs> you are, No, getting, I absolutely, I, I agree with that. You get the dash, but then, like, you once you do work it into your combat, you also remember you have, like, a mega blast, which is, like, yeah. A, yeah. a screen so, clearer, basically. So I feel like these things worked well together. Mm-hmm. And I liked the way the, I like the way the combat feels. I'm still working my way through it. Um, and the platforming, I feel like this game is like I think I feel like they had a game that was like it's fun to play, it fights. But we got to put a story here, and mm. then that's where everything came out as it did. But I I, I think this game's main jam is the fighting. Mm. Well, do you agree with that, Dave? Like, did you find those sequences? I didn't find the fighting appealing. Interesting. Why not? I I mean I just didn't think it was it, that interesting. I'm like you have a a basic. Con- I I don't think I'm f- necessarily all about 2D action combat anymore. Mm. Also and also I think like as sad as it is, like I think there's a lot of um the art style didn't appeal to me. Interesting, you know. And I think that plays a big into it because you know a big part into it because if it's not aesthetically pleasing, then I don't want to be looking at it. That's you know fair. What I mean? And like, and because it's not aesthetically pleasing, I didn't find it gratifying to keep looking at it. And then also, 
Um, you didn't care like, what was happening. Because I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't understand the reason why I'm doing this ever. I didn't, like, I didn't feel compelled to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not like when you play Castlevania Symphony of the Night and I'm like, I'm Alucard and I'm trying to stop Dracula. And I'm like, yeah. And you look, and you look like a BA, and you look like a badass. You know what I mean? (laughs) Dorito boy, uh, you're just like a (laughs) very dumpy, small torso. You look like a blue Lego (laughs) with a lightsaber. That's pretty good. Well, I'll say that I, I actually like the game feel of the the sword swipe, and when you Mm -hmm. make contact with it, it feels like chunky. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I. Actually, kind of like the combat. I didn't think it was, I thought it was kind of easy. Like, there's nothing that I was like, "Oh, this is." I really need to kind of like think through this. Now you just kind of dash you, around. There are. Swipe. I think with if if this is any indication for me, the shield shoulder bash yeah. or whatever, that's something I'm now taking into account a lot more. So I feel like that's gonna really start to make the game open up more when it comes to. Yeah, and they have a thing later in the game where you can then become a different color. So then you have to start paying attention to the colors of the enemies. So if you're the same color, you do more damage. If you're a different color, so you have to like mm. swap. Um, so like I actually I felt okay with the combat. I I agree with you, Dan. The platforming stunk. I thought there yeah, was it wasn't kind of, really it's like a part um, of the game. There's almost like a slipper, like a slipperiness well, to it. One thing that. I mean, I, I guess, like, yeah, the, the platforming, I got used to it because you can drop. Like, you yeah. can pull, hit down the controller and drop, which I actually liked. You can, like, kind of, like, plant yourself in the air. Um, but they're, they're, this game would have done really well with an area map. Or, like, oh a little God. bit of, like, because I, I did a lot of backtracking. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of, um, you know, soul searching while I was looking for, <laughs> like, some things. And you know, like in the underground, when you said that earlier, I remembered I was I went back and forth between the underground like five times, not realizing I actually solved the puzzle, and I just didn't find I couldn't find the um, climbable surface to get up to yeah. the area where you have to input the puzzle. Okay. And yeah. um, and I was like, well, that's silly. Like, I mean, I don't want the game to point me in the right direction physically, but to know that. I don't know. The level design just took a lot for granted, I think is the best way to put yeah, it. Is... It's linear, but at the same time, you're hitting kind of these open area to open area. And I love, love, love the character designs, but the the background design definitely started to wear on me after a while. Yeah. I felt the same. I'm like, I'm kind of not sure what I can jump on. Where can I go? Yeah. What should I be doing? Because I don't even understand what the story mm-hmm. is. Yeah. To its credit, and also discredit the characters that they laid out looked very intentional. Like again, in the same area, there's this character sitting, looking out at the lake. Mm. And I was like, this character has to be here for a reason, but no, this character was just there to make the game look awesome. Right. And the character succeeded at doing so. Cause I was like, this is great. This character is like, this is where this character belongs. This character's sprites not going to be used elsewhere. Mm. Like it's just made to look out at the water. And I was like, all right, um, do I have to talk to them or whatever? But things like that kept happening. So now I'm like, everyone I see, I'm very suspicious of because they're all very intentional. Um, it's like, what purpose also, are like, you serving to me? Are, are, you, are, you, are you there? Yeah, it's like, are who are you exactly? What, are you what Baba? Is your, are you are Baba? You, are you Baba? <laughs> Alibaba. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's start kind of, I guess, pulling a pin on this because we've been going for a while. So Open Critic. 77 this for, whole this whole numbers game 
Well, okay, because that's what's fun. Because those ninja snipers mean definitely things to us. So, Dan, yeah. I'll kick it with you because I think you're definitely the highest on the list for us. Yeah. 77, too high, too low. Uh, I right. think it's perfect. I wouldn't give this game an 80. Um, I, I There's a... There's a um, how do I put this? You got to know what you're getting into with this, in a sense. <clears throat> it's not just a retro-inspired platformer. You know, you got to, like, if you really want to get everything you can out of this game, you have to be ready to read and... When I think of Super Mario Brothers, let me tell you, I don't think about sitting down reading. I think about yeah. that's where you gotta go. Go to it. Um, and this is this game is that in so many words. But yeah, I think that like keeping it below the eighty threshold keeps it at this. Should I play this? And then people can look into it a little further. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand how to play this numbers game now. I feel like I'm basing it on what I would do if I saw the game's score. I mean, just and basically, I think you think if you were going to give this game a score, is it higher than 77? Is it lower I than I think 77 is good, like I said. But yeah, that, right. that's my reasoning. Interesting. Dave, what about yeah. you? 77 is all right. It was a little high. It, to me, it's like somewhere between 72 and 75. Mm. Okay, so possibly a little lower. Mm-hmm. So it just did not drive with you. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't care for it. I mean, I understand, like, if this is your kind of thing. Aesthetically, this is not appealing enough to me to want to play it. You know what's interesting? None of us brought up the Super Sword Brothers. Or, uh... uh is yeah, that what that game is called? It, uh, it's... Sword and Sorcery. Swor- sword and Sorcery. That's yeah. what it is. By the Super Sword Brothers, or the Sword Brothers. Why would brothers. I bring it up? Because this game and similar. that game have similar aesthetics, and I think I they're for the same... I don't even know that game. It's That's... like one of the first indie mobile games that, like, they, instead of saying you lost, me at, you lost me at mobile well <laughs> the thing about you. it is that instead it of it being like angry birds or flappy bird they were like we're gonna make like a fantasy game that looks like an atari game that's really serious and the music was dope and yeah, they're it, making um jet the far shore i think it's on console it is and i think i, I think we wouldn't do i think it wouldn't hurt us if we played it as a, uh, it would be retrospective at this point. It's old, very but but yeah. they have similar aesthetics, and I also think they have similar tones. They're both very serious, and they're both very into mm. themselves. Um, but what to kind of to take this to kind of give my stamp on it? I compared those two games. I think that's a, that's a really good comparison, Dan. I think I just have so many problems with how the story is delivered in Narita Boy. In Narita Boy, totally. I didn't even get to talk a little too much about the the creator stuff like that. You know, Dave brought up the thing about how what's the motivation? How can I connect to this character? I think it's a lot easier to connect to the creator, at least in that sense of it. But I felt the telling and it, just kind of reading on some other people's reviews. And it's like, well, people who like this game, what did they, they like about it? A lot of people kind of like they thought that was so powerful. I thought the writing in those sequences was so melodramatic. Like, I, I just yeah. <laughs> let me write down some lines just real quick. Um, he's like about as well as her smell of decades of love and understanding. How did what is the smell of understanding? I don't know. A cold winter had been unleashed inside her, a gray decor of pain. It's just, I kept thinking, you love you, you're so into yourself right now. You're You're so so deep, bro. Is this because, and I'm not, you're a writer by trade, one could say, and and I think. You've stopped yourself from taking that leap and be like, I can sound so cool right now, but this is also really annoying. <laughs> it, it's just, the, 
Because then it's the thought for me. It's like, well, is this just stylistically different from how I would do any of this? Who's and that's this why it bothers me. It's like, I don't know. It just, I, I always kept thinking less is more in a mm-hmm. lot of these situations. You're giving me too much and you are so in love with how much you're giving me. Right. And I don't think this is a bad game at all. I think it's well designed in terms of its like the feel of it, the aesthetics of it are so unique. It's so hard to make games that stand out really mm-hmm. visually. And I think this game really does with its color palette and this designs of the characters. Yeah. But I just constantly, constantly felt playing that I'm zigging and you're zagging right now, and I don't wow. like your zag because wow. I want you to zig. So. With the game's zigzag patterns, where does it land on your scale with 77? As I, I probably around what Dave said. I probably go low yeah. 70s for me. I get why people would like this, but this has this is one of those games that I had a angry reaction to. That's I hate when that happens. And and I, it stinks because now I'm against you and I'm playing you and I'm against you. And I want you to fail. <laughs> you don't talk about me because I picked it. You talk about you. Got, you should, okay, right, just got, you know, there's always that level of like, well, Dan picked this game. So no, we never. I, I think we're past that. We never oh, know yeah, what, sure, what these games sure. are going to turn into. Yeah, we, we never do that. I never yeah. do that. Especially <laughs> ever. All right. Well, boom, Narita boy. We'll see yeah. you on the other side of the. We'll see the you in the code f- wave. Cold. Well, you really. The, the digital world. The biaxial nomenclature of the mother's something <laughs> no but legit like this game it, it no, wanted to be jrr what... tolkien of all right maybe you think first. that we're also pampered by games that are self-aware of how weird they could be that's a thing I think. But no no but, th- but then that, that there's a skill to that then then your understanding yeah. of your your interaction with the player and you're creating an experience where you're going to create that back and forth okay. this is puking on you I hate, okay. I hate this game. Right. <laughs> right. We're well, talking about well, it. It's the only thing that keeps it above a 70 is that the gameplay itself isn't trash. Wow. But I also think like, it's just like, it's, no. Like you, you've, you've accomplished a game. You accomplished a game. I don't no. want like, to play you. A, it's always a good episode when we all say, <laughs> well, it exists. It ex- <laughs> no, but see, like, I, it's not a bad game. It's just a I game know, that I would have made fundamentally it, different decisions. L- listener, on. I'm sorry. Dave's a curmudgeon, and I don't no, like most not. games. Does like most That's games. not true either. That's what makes them the good games. I feel like you impressive. like games. You like games, yeah. dude. Anyway, let's go. Triple Taste Picker. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, Luke. Your father. Was a trivial tastemaker. No! Kurt Squidward. Uh, doesn't matter because Dave has clinched his. Locked it clenched. in. Dave's full locked clenched. it in, boys. The domination. So this is just a a S and gigs. You know one. that scene in every Star Wars movie, where the one scene that the one Star Wars movie where the Emperor is talking over his new republic, his new empire. That's Dave right now. Dave's up there talking about his new empire. He pleads no contest. We're Charge Urbanks with our Guggins. Yeah, Charge Urbanks is, is, is a Sith Lord. Do you know that? Is he? No. I yeah. don't think he's just dumb. Anyway. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, what I have for you is this taste maker that I call Kids Explain Games. Kids Explain, Kids explain games. games. Oh, no. Yeah. I, um, you outsourced I sat time. down April and Natalie, my eight and five-year-old, and year olds, they should be plural. Oof. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> they're one person and with I, two heads. 
and I had them watch either some trailers or some gameplay footage, which whichever I thought was more meaningful. Okay. And um, and I had them explain to me what they watched, and uh, and and explain you know explain to me the game. And uh-huh. I verbatim, because I recorded it and then typed it out. Nice. What they said about. Are we said, gonna said hear game. their? No, you're not oh, gonna. Oh no, no 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 because. That would be too. Yeah, that would be a little, yeah. Yeah. a little too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, are these so, descriptions make? We're gonna do they find make out sense? what these descriptions are, Mark. We're gonna. Do Dave they thought they did. Dave thought they made enough sense for this. Um, I they, guess so. I threw. The, I'll tell you right now, there were some that I completely threw out because I'm like, there is no way oh, you will know what this game is. Even still, there are some that I am feel very strongly that you will not get. But I think it's it's good humor. But so, I'm gonna, but I'm also guessing these games have to be child appropriate. They're all watch. child appropriate yeah. games. I did not I did not sit them it's down and be Dark like Souls what's this 2? game? This is uh Resident Evil, <laughs> you know? Look at the zombie. So these are all games that I would feel fine showing to my kids. Gotcha. All right. All right. Let's do it. And you know, therefore that puts you in a frame of mind of genres and whatnot um you have to become a pirate and you're a boy with a white shirt black pants you're uh monkey island yes this is the secret of monkey island yeah guybrush Um, and yellow hair you discover a treasure chest that's what (laughs) great that's what april had to say about the game classic well great that's just great it's the hair of the dog that first point First point goes to Mark. I'm going to sweep this up, Dan, and get nothing. (laughs) Uh, You're Toadette fighting a dragon? That's it. That's all. Toadette fighting a dragon? I'm guessing the dragon's Bowser? Beep. Or maybe you look like Toadette. Yes, uh, Dan. I'm going to say it's New Super Mario Bros. No, that's not correct. New. You could this skip, is you know. this is my uh, ignorance for Nintendo. Is there yeah. a Toadette, or is there a character just she's just Toadette is oh, a character. There is. Man. You play as Toadette fighting a dragon. Maybe it was. Um, is this a boopy boopin? I guess. Well, I mean, I guess we go back and forth. <laughs> is it? You can't. You can't. You can't double down like mm. back to back. No, you know what I was thinking. I was thinking Yoshi's Island, but no, that's clearly Mario. It's not a little Toad. I have no idea. Zilch. I'll try one more time. Yes, Dan. I'm going to go ahead and say it's Super Mario 3D World. No, this is Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. I was going to say that. I was going to love that. that that game. You do do play as Toadette in that game. You do. She has a whole... She has half the boards. Nice. Yeah. Power Mm. to the Toadette. Okay. She's awesome. Nobody got that one. Okay. No No winners Um, In this one... It's Mario Kart, but not with Mario. You're just driving normal in the street, but your kids want you to race. So you're racing with people who don't even know you're doing it. What? This There's is Natalie joint. This is the game of life now. Oh, there's a Natalie joint right there. <laughs> yeah, this um, is totally Natalie's. You're racing, yeah. but there's kids in the back. Why are oh, there kids no. in the back? No, that's not what she's saying. <laughs> you have to understand, Natalie, to understand this. <laughs> she made up. I know Natalie. Is, you don't, though, do <laughs> you, sir? Who was the one? Who was the ex-jet? Who was 
Driving fast with the uh, kids. Oh, Sheldon Richards. <laughs> is this. He was going like uh, Boop. Is this. Um, Gran Turismo? It is not Gran Turismo. He would have chilled the Gran Turismo. Mark, why wouldn't he show them? But Gran they're Turismo? racing. I and have I'm, no idea what this is. Can I boop again? Yeah, go, yeah, for go it. ahead, Dan. Forza. No, it's not Forza. Why would he play Forza? He ain't playing Forza. He didn't play it. He showed them gameplay. He's not gonna show. Where them are you? Where are you today? <laughs> no, because it's got to be Mario Kart-ish, but on no, Crazy Taxi. No. <laughs> no. I got nothing. It's Natalie being hilarious. I just uh, don't know which game I went, is. I'll, I'll explain. She was trying to justify the actions she was seeing. This whole thing with the kids thing, this is her justification yeah, she wrote to why this person is driving fast. She wrote Stay a story hard, about something she saw. She so wrote she, a story. She didn't think she spent to the yarn. say it's a racing game. She said it's like Mario Kart because that's the racing game she knows. You know, you know, Dan is on the right track. Oh, so it's like yeah. a, a racer racer. I'm done with him, dude. Can we pick someone else? With I got no, I got nothing. I'll try one more racing game and then I'm uh, done. Cra uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot racer cart game. <laughs> No, no, it was not. It's not a. It's it's not Crash Bandicoot Kart Race. It's not Crash Team Racing. Called? Crash Team Racing. That's it. All right, last I, one. Dirt. No, it's just Rad Racer. All right. Rad Racer. I, like I know that. who this is. He's in Wreck It Ralph. You jump around and make things dark. You make them dark. Whoa. You look like Wreck It Ralph. That's an April no, joint. No, no, no. She didn't say you look like Wreck It Ralph. You she said, are Wreck It Ralph. He is in Wreck It Ralph. Ralph. Oh, he's in Wreck It Ralph. I have this very long time ago. I saw Wreck It Ralph. Uh, who is in Wreck It Ralph? Just because I am bad guy does not mean I am bad Jump guy. Jump around and make things <laughs> dark. Mm hmm. Why would you do that? Yeah, it's not Concrete Genie. No. <laughs> Remember that time Concrete Genie was Genie in Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck Ralph? <laughs> really going well, whatever that kid's name was. Um, the cool kid. Cool kid who gets right. bullied. Wreck-It Ralph. I mean, I know... You're giving... Uh, all you know... Basically, you know this is a character that's in Wreck-It Ralph, mm -hmm. and you know that this character jumps around on stuff. It makes it that's, dark, that's... though. What does that mean? I don't know. They jump around, and they make things all right. dark. I'm going to boop and say it's a sign of the hedgehog. Is not Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Does he jump around him? Why would he make things dark? Why is he making things dark? Blows things up. See, but the first Wreck-It Ralph. There was Sonic a second one. Was he in the first one? Sonic was in the first one. I don't know. Yeah, don't the first one was more about video games. The second one was more about the internet. See, I came out strong with the guy versus three. Don't you guys I, have kids? I and I know nothing. more about the plots. I don't. Too. I don't remember Sonic being in Wreck-It Ralph. He was. I don't recall. I, I believe. Got, I also don't have, even have a guess. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Wait. Uh, I are you passing? Mark is. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's. I, I can't know. think of one. No, Mark stands passing too. It's Qbert. Oh. Qbert. Dang it. In Qbert, when you jump on the different cubes, they change, they change colors. colors. In this particular level, the cubes tops turn from light blue to dark blue. Sure. Why not? <laughs> This one's this one's a little easier. I'll say. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be literally the name of the game character. <laughs> oh, that's uh. You, you dance and have no idea that these backgrounds are here. Oh. You you. 
You it's dance just, around in a suit with crazy hair. It's just dance. It's not just dance. I hate you. Dance around, and you don't even know the backgrounds are there. Sayonara. Wild hearts. It's not Sayonara. Wild hearts. Almost never die. Apparently. Wild hearts. Um, what are you dancing in the background? Well, you said just dance, right? He did say just dance. Just dance. Yeah, that, that was my like initial that, with well. the crazy hair. I figured there was not, a shoe in. It's not. Not DDR because you see the no, arrows. No, and also. It's a game where you're dancing, but no one can see you dance. Why? Not, why do you think nobody can see you dance? Because she's no. Said, no what, you, because she says from she's she says that you there. dance and have no idea that these backgrounds are here. I can't believe it's so. Not they're just watching dance. you dance. No, Mark, where are you going with this? I don't know. You don't the even know the backgrounds are there, so you're looking at the you camera. Are, you are not aware of your surroundings, and you're dancing. <laughs> it's that's a VR what... game. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I'm going to guess Beat Saber. Oh, my God. It's no, Beat, Beat Saber, Saber, you would have the sabers. Mark, we are See, so far. This is, what, this is what you're doing wrong, Mark. Oh, you're expecting You're expecting her to give you the details that make sense. Here's what I'm doing wrong. I expected I mean, to hear information and no. understand. My well, yeah, but also. no, there is information here. You don't you, see you know, the background, so you got to be looking forward, because you're not looking back. You can't see the background. <laughs> How does that not make sense? That makes sense. I mean, I know, I know what makes sense to you, and I know why she said it, but I, uh, it just it kills me. All right, you're not gonna get it. You're not going to get it because you All already right, explicitly said... Yeah. Let, is it a dancing game? Yeah. All right. I'm going to guess that it's DDR. It is DDR. Good job, Oh, man. I said that earlier. You no, said you, said, you said specifically it's not DDR because she would have right. mentioned the arrows. You would have mentioned the arrows. Yeah, I agree. She should have mentioned the arrows. She said you have no idea the backgrounds are there because, probably because you're too busy looking at the arrows. It's, it's too bad that she... Is a child, uh, <laughs> Mark, and she gave us only that much, and that's the game. Gotta look at the yeah. arrows. Well, we'll you gotta look at the arrows. That's true. That's how you know. Thank how to you, Natalie. That's April yeah. and Natalie. That was Natalie. This Thank is you, Natalie. this is all April here. Oh, okay, this one. This is an April streak. Yeah, this is an April one. You you climb things, and try not to get hit by anything. That's like every video game. April. That's like you are day. a weird man <sighs> oh, wearing sweet. a jacket. Who fights with a gun, and the gun is red. Okay. What a thrill. What? <laughs> In darkness. <laughs> you're climbing, you're fighting, you're shooting a gun, but you're climbing. Your gun's red. That, that's the... That's the... The gun is red. That's the real thing. And you right are there. a weird man. A weird man. You are a weird man, and your gun is red. I'm very inspired by you, but also scared. <laughs> so I feel like she I gotta say. make this easier for you guys somehow. All right, give us a genre. Yeah, this is a 2D action adventure game. You see? Oh. Boop. Yes, Dan. Is Metroid? No. No. Climbing. See, maybe, but it's just—it's not climbing. She's platforming or whatever the character. She climbs. Weird platformer shooting game you're so a weird guy with a red, red gun hand. i think metroid's gun is like greenish she, i know her suit but is red i i wasn't sure if 
that's what like she just threw out some colors and she said the wrong colors. Weird no, guy. She, this was this was an accurate statement. Okay. Weird guy. Right. Contra is. No, this is not Contra. He has a red gun. But <laughs> Dave's no, he has red pants. Red pants. Mannerisms are implying that we're not red far gun. off. I'll give you a I'll give you a hint. Give us another hint. A future a future game that I'm gonna read is Contra. You're not gonna get it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I got it early. Um, well, now we're gonna know if we don't know it's Contra. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's this <laughs> red arm gun thing that's getting the red me. gun. Is nobody said arm? You, that was you. I did. See, I'm doing the thing. You're now. you're like Mega Maning this person. This I, is a gun in a in it's a It's not hand. Mega Man because Mega Man is a blue, and I knew this. He'd be a blue man. And he's not weird, man. Did you show her Judge Dredd on the Sega Genesis? Wearing a jacket. No, it's not Judge Dredd. Oh, a do, you, do you guys pass? Yeah. I will. I mean, uh, okay. a red gun. Red gun guy shooting. Well, it's going to make sense in a moment. Uh, sure. It's Earthworm Jim. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. A Martin weird Adam man! <laughs> That's a weird man. I mean, he's a weird man. He's a really modest guy. One might say he's a... <laughs> he's a really... All right, that's fair. Earthworm Jim, he flies up in the this, sky. This is Natalie saying this. Okay. You're just a delivery boy, paper bringing boy. people things. Oh, that's people. all she gave you. Paper boy? It's paper boy. Yeah. She <laughs> is spelled M A R K. There we go. Really strong buff men in Mario. Oh, uh, boop. Yes, Dan. Dan Colonna. Yeah. <laughs> no. Describing myself. Really strong, really strong buff men buff in Mario. Man in Mario. Bro Force. No. <laughs> um, so you're really buff guys bouncing around. <laughs> sounds like two of them. Sounds like the volleyball scene in Top Gun. You know? Oh my god. <laughs> you really need to watch a game of volleyball. It would be so good for you, I think. Um, uh, I'm sure we'll... Alright, is this game a, a retro game? Like a side-scrolling old game? It's an older, yeah, it's an older like game. Mario. It's a side-scrolling okay. game. Okay. What? Buff Mario. Buff platformer. Buff dudes. Mark, what are you doing? I mean, what I mean, yeah, that's uh, the is it, is it um, Dynast- the island game? What was it called? I loved it. Island Adventures? Adventure, Adventure island? island? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't use that one, but I did show them Adventure Island. All she said was, this guy really likes summer. Nice. And oh I was like, God. they're not going to get this. I would have <laughs> totally got I love Adventure uh, Island. Oh, uh, Chris, I, I have no idea. Buff platformer, man. Puff, puff. This okay. <laughs> this one was Contra. Oh, I said it. Uh, I said you're it. not gonna get Contra. Let's hear it. You shoot. That was it. Really <laughs> strong buff man in Mario. You shoot around. <laughs> no, like why don't you bring up the guns? She's like, that's it. That's all I saw. That's it all like, I'm giving. It was like Mario. To, to to Natalie, anything that's old looking looks like Mario. She's right. That's fair. The, this one killed me and is is totally. It, nonsensical as well. Oh, great. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll nail it. <laughs> it's Sonic with Inkling people. It's kind of like Sonic. It says Sega at the beginning. That's Monkey a, that's Island? A no, Sega. Not Monkey Island. Monkey Ball. It's not Monkey Ball. It's Sonic Inkling? Yeah. Kind of like mm-hmm. Inkling. So, so- is it Yakuza? And no, so <laughs> if I would show her you It's a bayonetta. <laughs> no. Um, inkling. Is it bad that I don't actually know what an inkling is? 
It's yeah. the Inklings are the characters that you play as in what is the name of that game? Splatoon. Splatoon, yeah. Oh. Nintendo's eSport mark. Yes, okay. yes. So th- she thought that this person, this character, in this game looked like an Inkling, in this Sega classic that Dan loved. And I have no idea why she would bring it compared Night to Night Trap. Be- no. You're close. It's Nights into Dreams. Oh. oh yeah, the, I could see oh, it, yeah. actually. Bal- that's, that's more of a precursor to Battle Bal- of Wonderworld. Wonderworld. <laughs> yeah, for real. What did we do with that time? We couldn't. Uh, uh, we lost them. <laughs> you, you have to save Princess Peach. Yeah. And you have to save the world. From origami? Origami. Oh. Boop? Yes, Dan. Paper Mario and the Origami King? Yes, right. Yeah. That, and that Answers. was April. That April, was, that was April, April gives a lot of detail. Answers in, <laughs> in the pudding. It's a game with no color, but in the desert. A game with one color, yellow. It looks boring. Super boring desert game. Journey. Yes, that's right. Oh. That is how Natalie described Journey. You know how I know Natalie's Dave's daughter? Super boring <laughs> desert game. Uh, <laughs> Mark's Super like planning on showing his his niece cousin uh, that. Let me let me help you experience emotion. No. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, this is so boring." You you fight bad guys, and you have helpers to help you. One has yellow hair and a ponytail. Pokemon with time travel. Oh, Chrono Trigger. Yes, it's, this is Chrono Trigger <laughs> with Marley. Everything before the Pokemon part was April. Natalie's Natalie saw it and said, "This is Pokemon with time travel." Wow, time travel! It was a top down (laughs) RPG. Good for her. There we go. It's Stardew Valley, but you can jump with easier controls, and you throw rocks in pools. So, rock throwing game. Stardew Valley, with jumping. Easier controls. That means they played it. Is it Harvest Moon? It's Harvest Moon. Nice. So easy to control that Harvest, Harvest Moon. Moon's way better. Oh, uh, snap. I told Anne Marie right. we would have her on for a Stardew episode. <laughs> nice. Mark wins. It's hey! Four to, you four to three. I'll take my Chrono Trigger. Point. Yeah. Chrono <laughs> Trigger did it. I had one more for a tiebreaker, but it's unnecessary. Well, <laughs> I next time you do this, you need to... You need to help these kids develop some detail analysis. No, I was like, I, think... ha- I showed them, I showed them DDR. I'm like, you didn't mention the arrows. Oh my god, did you not mention the arrows? I wasn't arrows gonna feed them. Now nope. feed them the the hits. That, is the, that wasn't part the of the game. Authenticity of the responses, but also the authenticity. Natalie definitely was on the on board with. I want to be as succinct as possible in describing these games. Did not help. Yeah, <laughs> did not help with the situation. In that case, less was not more. <laughs> yes, and in this case, you got a lot way more listener because we gave you a big beefy episode mm. of the Dice or Machines King Club podcast. Uh, we are the, at the end of the season, so we have six new games on oh, the right. docket. Very exciting. Um, so up next season, my two picks were Chicory, colon, A Colorful Tale, and uh, The Procession to Calvary. I'm going to run this machine in the background. Keep going, Mark. Dave had Disco Elysium. And what was the other one? Last stop. Last and then stop. Dan has picked 
uh, Dodgeball Academia, and it takes two. Yep, Pers- which we've already started working through. So some of us solid. have been working through a few. <laughs> well, well then. <laughs> but first, Mark always the, gets ahead. I try to get ahead so it's that smart. I can bang it's out some play. other things. Well, because then there's too much time for the remind myself. But anyway, Dave, first game. The first one's a big beefy boy. It's Disco Elysium. Oh. Lister, okay. you thought you thought this was a long episode. I don't think you're ready. I don't think you're ready for that jelly I because can't. Dave and I are 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 dams that are built to the brink, and we are ready to spill. Dan has other feelings about this game. I'm just you know, a lot of feelings in that. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, luck. We'll dive into that all next time. Until then, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, leave some. Uh, nice comments so we can find other people's ears. Leave us some ratings, some subscribings to your friends. Tell your folks. Tell anybody who will listen to you. Yell yeah. them out on the streets. Share, share this with the friend who who loves the Rita boy. You, and tell them these, <laughs> most of these people did it. Share it with somebody who worked on one of those old computers and be like, hey, this game is like, kind of like that. And if you felt differently than we did or agreed with us, let us know on the Twitters. Dino underscore machines mm. or in us individually. I'm at Magrocrack. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Dan O'Mac. On and the Twitter. Yeah, on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then next yeah. time. Anyway, if you made it this far, thank you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> What's the matter? Go it's to like bed. we we just uh, this is that moment where we're just looking back behind our shoulders and there's just a giant smoldering pile like we did that. <laughs> we did that. And it's, now we just like fade into the background. Just, like, like, we're gonna we're gonna up. leave that right there for whoever wants it. We're leaving it for you, bye. bye.